Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. If you haven't heard the news by now in the sports world, Buffalo Bills cornerback Vontae Davis retired. Now, normally that's not a big deal. It's kind of a big deal, though, given that he retired at halftime during a loss to the Chargers on Sunday. Walking away from the game just said, enough's enough. He said, today on the field, reality hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out there anymore. Now, the question becomes... Is there something we could all learn from what Vontae Davis did during the weekend? Ryan Van Bibber wrote an article for SBNation.com today entitled, Vontae Davis quitting in the middle of a game makes him a GD working class hero. I'll let you fill in the GD part of that. <laughs> Ryan Van Bibber joins us now. Ryan, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm going to ask the question right off the bat of you. Is what could the working class hero take away from what Vontae Davis did? Well, I mean, you know, there's just sort of that, you know, it's kind of that fantasy we've all had, whether it's, you know, your current job or uh, a job, a summer job or a job you've had in the past. Somewhere along the way, we've all just kind of wanted to walk off that job we really hate and and, uh, and, uh, and do it in a not so graceful way. So it's kind of, you know, just having a little fun with the fact that, you know, Vontae Davis was able to do that in the middle of a football game, which is, like you say, it's really not something where we see retirements all the time, but uh, this is the first one I ever remember happening at halftime like that. So, yeah. you know, it was kind of funny, just to, just kind of a way to way to have a little fun with that. I mean, I think we've all been there before with a, with a job or two here and there. It's interesting in a sense, is especially given whenever somebody does something that's out of the norm in sports, is that the uh, reaction right off the bat is always divided. And, and you pointed it out right, out right off the bat, is there's the one side saying, he quit on his team, it's team, 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 and then the other side saying, he shouldn't have to do it anymore if he doesn't want to, so why bug him about it? It's interesting, that dynamic, isn't it, that it's so polarized that way? Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, I mean, it, it raises the question, why didn't he know this before the game, or why, you know, why, why did this revelation hit him at halftime and not, you know, at practice on Thursday or, or, or something like that? I mean, you know, you, when you leave in the middle of a game like that, obviously – you know, even, you know, respecting the decision, it's so, you know, it leaves your team a little bit of a pinch that left the Bills with what I think three or four corners where, you know, usually a team will carry five or six of those guys on the roster. So, you know, another injury to the cornerbacks and they really could have had a, uh, you know, pretty serious problem on their hands from a roster management standpoint. It's interesting as well, as you read through the article, you, you called it impressive that he actually had the wherewithal to do this, even without, you know, taking the health and safety side aside. Yeah, and I think this is sort of, you know, an un, you think about over the years how much we've talked in the NFL media world about concussions and what the league's responsibility is and what the role is and, and you know, not setting that aside. I mean, I think there are, you know, you do need rules that adapt to, the, to what we know about science and health and, and, and things like that, 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 that as we gain more knowledge on that. You do need rule changes that reflect that. You do need to you know, you, the union needs to stick up for its players and make sure that, you know, there is, you know, long-term health care plans built into their collective bargaining agreement with the league, considering that, you know, it's a, it's a violent sport. It takes, it takes a heavy toll on a player. But, but the thing that doesn't really get talked about, and this was sort of the sneaky thing I tried to slip in that piece today, was that, you know, the players have a little bit of responsibility here too. And, and it's knowing when it's time to walk away from the game and whether that's something you, you know, you can, 
you know, maybe you're Tom Brady and you can play into your 40s, or, or maybe, you know, you're like uh, the Borland kid a few years ago with the 49ers who quit after, you know, two very promising seasons in the league. It's uh, knowing when your body has reached its limit and not trying to play through that, and whether that means hanging up your cleats for good or whether that just means, hey, I can't play this week because I am not healthy and, and it'll put me at more at greater risk to do so. I mean, I think the players collectively have uh, collectively and individually have a responsibility in the entire debate about health and safety and, and a long-term, you know, the survival of the game mm-hmm. to, to take that under consideration. It's interesting. We've seen this in hockey a little bit. Nick Boynton and Dan Carcillo come to mind as guys who've written pieces for uh, online but it seems to be after the fact, after the career's done and they go, man, I wish I didn't do it. Here's Vontae Davis saying, you know what, I'm I'm going to leave mid-stroke. Do you get the sense that maybe there's a shifting dynamic happening where players need to start talking about this a little bit more, especially when it comes to the health and safety? And, and with those two sports in particular, it's obviously concussions. Yeah, and, and you, you know, you do see more of that. And you've seen players, you know, be much more candid about, you know, accepting the risk of it too. You know, like mm-hmm. I know that this playing this game will negatively impact my health and well-being 20, 30, 40 years down the road, but I choose to do it anyway. And I, you know, it's a, a little bit of a reflection of it's sort of a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, in any given year, there's only about 3000 or so people that are going to wear an NFL uniform and, and even a smaller number of that group is actually going to play, be on the field and play a game. So, you know, it, it's in, in a career, an average career has dropped over the years. It's less than three years in length now. So, uh, you know, it, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And then I understand that, you know, for a lot of these guys, it's the, you know, it's something they've worked, you know, literally since maybe fifth or sixth grade to, to get where they are. So it's not something they can just walk away from easily, but you know, it, there is a little bit more of a recognition of, of the role and responsibility of the players as well as the league and the teams and the doctors and everybody else involved with it. And that's the interesting part in one of the other quotes that I pulled from what you said. And it's it's an act of self-determination that comes around only rarely thanks to the constraints of society and cultural norms. The ties right in there is that there's this feeling like I can't say no to something because it might have ill effects on me down the road. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just, you know, the joke is obviously it's sort of the fantasy that we all want to be able to to walk into the boss's office and tell him to, to, to put a you-know-where and walk out the door. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, most of us don't have that option, whether you, you know, even if you don't like your job and it makes you miserable, the fact of the matter is for a lot of people out there, it's just not something you can uh, – you can just walk away from, I mean, you know, I've got, I've got, I'm certainly fortunate not to be in that situation now, but you know, I, you know, I understand where, you know, people are coming from because you know, you got a kid to feed, you've got a mortgage to pay, you've got mm-hmm. these, you know, sorts of things, you've got the responsibilities that go beyond just yourself uh, for that. So it makes it hard to do. And then two, even applying it to that level of professional sports and professional athletes, you have to, like we said, you know, you've got to know, when to walk away. Happiness is the ultimate goal at the end of the day. And if you ain't happy, not worth doing, is it? No, not at all. You know, you've got to, you know, you, you don't have very long on this earth. You got to, you got to make sure you, you get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Vontae Davis quitting in the middle of a game makes him a GD working class hero. It's an article <laughs> on SBNation.com by Ryan Van Bibber. If you haven't checked it out, 
do so. I'll post it on Twitter for you. At Calgary Today is a place to go to check that out. Ryan Van Bibber, thanks so much for the time this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me.